Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hilo podcast. I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're having a great time. I would like to apologize for this late episode, guys. Uh, I know it's a week late, but it has been a hectic week, uh, especially with eight celebrations and the fact that I had my friend from Scotland visiting. So I was showing him around and I was out of the office. So I couldn't really record anything. I should have kept you updated, but I do apologize for not posting anything on Twitter. Uh, And please, guys, if you'd like to stay updated with the latest uh, podcast news, you can do so. And latest episode releases, you can do so by following us on Twitter. And our Twitter account is at THL underscore podcast. But before we begin and before we dive into a very interesting yet random conversation (laughs) with one of my best friends, James Mackey. You know what time it is. DJ, stage is yours. Hola, senor. Como estas? Hola. Molto buono. Oh, no, that's Italian. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing great, man. I miss you. I miss you more. You should have uh, <laughs> came to Jordan when Ryan did. Yeah, well, I would have if it, I hadn't just started my new job. So Ryan, who doesn't have anything on, should have uh, brought it forward a bit, shouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, I could you, wait, you mean forward as in like... As in uh, like last month. had it now or... Oh, okay. Last month. Wow, no, I couldn't do last month. Oh. Wait, why didn't I do it last month? I can't really take like long holidays because I have a lot going on like... And I will be taking time off work soonish. What for? Maybe if uh, the World Cup. Ah, <laughs> priorities <laughs> straight. Nice. Priorities indeed, indeed. No, actually, uh, to be honest, uh, multiple times uh, during the trip, I was like, even Ryan said it, uh, we wish James was with us. No, Because, come on, like... Even Ryan said I think, that. Wow. Yeah, even Ryan said it. Uh, but, like, it's because, you know, we've spent this whole time, like, three years together. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you'll count first year. I'm not sure. Yeah, I I'll, I'll count I'm first count year. Okay, fair enough. But <laughs> we used to annoy you so much in first year. Especially because you slept too much. You're like a koala. Well, you know, you'd stand outside my room and start <laughs> kicking footballs at it uh, when I'm asleep. So, yeah, that, that wasn't appreciated. We, we did that on purpose. I know because you did Because we thought purpose. you were the one <laughs> who was annoying Talal at night. And we decided uh, to just uh, take revenge. Was it me? I don't remember annoying. I have no idea. I I think someone was drunk and they kept like banging on doors and laughing really, really hard. Mm. Um, And I think that's why Talal was like, let's do this. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's annoy everyone. (laughs) Everyone was up at that time except for you. I remember one time I I broke into Talal's room. Um, How? Oh, it didn't lock, right? No, if if, uh, you were inside of um the i mean there, there was but if you're inside a room and you open the okay. door 
uh, it becomes unlocked for the next 30 seconds. Uh, yeah. And then I think Talal's door specifically, he like ran into it or something uh, and smashed through the lock. And so his door would never lock. Uh, so I once went and hid in his room uh, expecting him to come back. But he was always like talking to someone. And so I think he might have been talking to you or something outside of his door for like a full hour. And I was inside yeah. <laughs> his room, crouched down by his bed, which, by the way, revolting. He should really do some like laundry. But I was, <laughs> and Hoover, please. Uh, but yeah, so I was just hiding there for an hour. And then eventually he just wasn't coming in. So I just got bored and, and walked out the room and he was very confused. That must have been, yeah, I was going to say, that must have been really, really confusing. Yeah, I immediately had, uh, like, a, a shower to burn off whatever disease infested. But thanks for doing this on a Friday, though. I really appreciate course, it. Man. What else am I going to do? Go out? No, I, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. What do you What do you usually do on the weekends? Uh, go out. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where to? Like, just pubs? Or do you go to, like, friends' houses and... Uh, a mix of like both, really, I guess. I really miss our movie nights. Oh, me too. I used too. to have really good sleeps. I used to sleep really, really well on the floor. <laughs> so you, Trust me, you, you wouldn't even pain, watch the movies. You just pass out. I I just pass out. I didn't have the energy. I swear. It's because you worked too even much. Now you were when sleep I, deprived. No, no, no. Even now when I... Actually, I haven't tried that. I constantly tell my friends i don't go to the movies because i always end up sleeping mm. i should try it and i should see whether i fall asleep or not but the thing is i like to use my phone when i'm watching something like mm. i don't want to pay attention i don't want to focus that's the thing uh yeah i just hate focusing <laughs> for long periods of time but you do it every day when working and yeah because work is uh, you know you're in a state of flow yeah. So you're basically everything disappears. It's just you, the screen, the code. It's yeah. it's amazing what the brain could do when you're uh, when you're in that state and you're having fun. Yeah, I I get that, and I actually um so I've I've just started my new job, uh, yeah. left finance, and now I'm I'm in data science, and so I'm back coding, um, and that's like I think the first time I've entered a sort of flow state since uni easily since uni I, it just makes such a difference when you're doing a sort of problem solving and non mind-numbingly boring task yeah i was gonna say it might have been like the nature of the work you've had it wasn't yeah. like you weren't were you really happy at your old job <laughs> or happy god no yeah horrifically depressed. like what what things were annoying you the most yeah, let me think if this can be traced back to me or not. Um, what was annoying? Well, uh, I guess what I dislike most is that, like, I I think I found what I was good at um, a long time ago, which is sort of maths and stuff, and the job had none of that, absolutely none of it, uh, and so I didn't get on with that at all. And uh, a lot of it was just sort of summarizing uh, what other people had said. Um, but like, for example, if some guy from, say, uh, Colombia had told me something, that's 
interesting mm. but very specific to Colombia. I would be told to just sort of expand it and say, oh yeah, well, in the entirety of the Americas, so two continents, this is what's happening. And so I just felt like a dirty liar the whole time. Uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't factual, and so I didn't like that either because, well, the thing with data science is it's the opposite of that. You have to sort of prove everything scientifically and find a basis before you do anything. What about like the working environment, like the f- the colleagues you've had, and yeah. I know this might be a bit too personal, and if you don't want to talk about this, it's fine because it's on, you know, we're doing a podcast basically. Mm. <laughs> hey man, I mean like my but, my colleagues, like I I really like them. I'm personal like, like friends outside of work with uh, a lot of my old colleagues. Um, yeah, it was just we were sort of in it together in that n- no one really like. Yeah, so it's just the, the nature of the work. Yeah. Well, and what language are you using now? Python? Yeah, yeah. It's way better than R, right? I mean, like, I was good at R. And, like, I only did R because uh, my sort of disk supervisor told me, oh, yeah, everyone in the industry, uh, they all use R. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll do my disk in R and everything where i had a choice in coding language i'd do in r and then you get to um well industry or the working world and they just laugh in your face no one uses r um so yeah i i'm not as good at python as i am at r but i mean i'm picking up quickly again it's it's still good it's an an easy language to learn it's not that difficult yeah. Uh, but there are like different tricks you could do to just like reduce the amount of lines you are writing, maybe like the structure of the code. You know, like uh, what was it called, the comprehensive lists and stuff. So you can do like for loops inside brackets and uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's weird what you can do with Python. But once you know the language so well, you can solve a task that would let's say usually take around 10 to 20 lines in java not 20 lines 20 mm-hmm. lines is a lot like 10 lines in java with five lines in python yeah that's just like how abstract it is yeah there's uh my new boss who's like joined this week uh he well i think he's my boss's boss but he's sort of having oversight of everyone uh he's very on it being pythonic which is making sort of things as efficient as possible in python um whereas in data science there isn't a whole lot of that uh especially if like you're just you know writing some code quick and dirty kind of thing uh Mm -hmm. so that you can get the answer quickly and you'll never need to run or rerun that uh file ever again then typically people just try and you know get the answer however they can uh, uh typically not in the most efficient way um but he's trying to make us change everything to make it as efficient as possible but it's, it's interesting it's, it's it's a bit annoying but it's really interesting like because something that would have taken me like a big data set like tens of gigabytes big and it would normally take 20 minutes to do something to it and then in the pythonic way it takes a couple seconds so it really does improve it but it makes it a lot harder um when you're just starting out, it makes things take a lot longer as you try and figure out how to actually write it properly. But that's good. You're starting with like proper basics and like a, a solid foundation. Yeah, no, exactly. So it's, it's good. It's good. 
because it's like it's harder to shift from let's say an inefficient non-clean code mm-hmm. to start like writing clean code because like in your head i think when you're doing all these changes um in your head you're constantly or sorry like let's say you have a task and you want to write it when you write it in the way you're accustomed to it's uh, much easier you're like uh, the ideas just flow mm-hmm. but if you want to if you want to make it efficient then like your brain is constantly thinking about like the code and how yeah. the code should look like and whether it's actually efficient or not so you'd lose yeah. Like you'd lose focus on the task and you start focusing on stuff that are like outside the scope of the task. Yeah. Which is really, really annoying. That's how I am at the minute, which is a bit annoying because like the thing with data science is once you know the theory, uh, like it isn't uh, how quickly you do things is completely dependent rather on the level of experience. It's more about how good you are at the language you're typing in. So for me... I could be doing things a lot quicker. I know exactly what I want to do in my head, but it will take me so much longer than everyone else to to do it. So it's slow going at the minute, but it's, it's good fun. Plus the office is so nice. Um, so I actually want to go in, which I never thought I'd say. I thought I'd be like I wanting to work remotely forever. I will never do that. I just like talking <laughs> Mm. I enjoy it. I love it. Sometimes it's too much. Like, I, I just feel rude when I try to end the conversation with someone when mm. I'm like so invested in, into the conversation and I want to keep it going. But yeah. at the same time, there's like a because I work in with banks and mm-hmm. central banks. Sometimes features need to be delivered quickly. Like the bank is looking for it now, so they yeah. can continue operating. Otherwise, the central bank might refuse I, i'm not i'm not really sure like what the technicalities are like the d- intricate details of the whole process like what if a certain bank does not adhere a hundred percent to the rules of uh, the central bank no idea what would happen then yeah. but uh, you know sometimes it's just like urgent you need to like deliver something and especially when you're doing things that are or like you're trying to add features that are requested by the central bank you're constantly uh, you need to make sure that it's done perfectly at least like as perfectly as possible so mm-hmm. that the quality assurance team wouldn't have to test it for a long period of time. Yeah. So testing is just a pain. But uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, enjoying conversations. Yeah. So some, <laughs> but I feel rude. Like, I don't know. I don't want to end the conversation, but then I start giving like short and brief and very dry answers. So the mm. person would know that they, oh, maybe you should just like, just let me, let me finish this. And then I'll, I'll be more than happy to talk like 24 seven. Yeah. Because like so other times, you know, your team leader is constantly looking or like checking mm-hmm. for updates on the ticket. And you want to make sure that you want to show him that you or like her that you're doing progress. Yeah. Um, and See, uh, that's what's constantly on my mind. And I get easily distracted. That's yeah, another thing. Yeah. Like that's a negative. See how it works in my office is that uh, the company says you have to be in one time a week. Uh and so like you don't even have to do that if you really don't want to but so most people will come in on a thursday and that's it so the office is empty the rest of the time which is kind of lonely but you know i get good work done and i like the office environment 
but on a Thursday, everyone just basically agrees no work gets done, and you just spend the whole time either in meetings or just like catching up and chatting with people, and there's no sort of, you know, you should you should feel bad about that. Uh, so that's kind of nice. Do you have any like entertainment in your office? Uh, yes, but that's not what I'm most happy about. I'm most happy because I'm addicted to Diet Coke. And, and they uh, have it for free? Yeah, they do. They've got loads of like different <laughs> drinks, like coffees as well, like cold brew coffees, which I like, uh, and like various juices. But it's all for free, and you can take as many as you want. So I realized that it's, it's kind of like uh, uh, an extra grand a year, uh, which is, is horrific to say that I've worked out I spend over <laughs> a grand on soft drinks a year. But yeah, so now I get it for free, which I like. And I so was, that's why I, I get was actually, it. but they've I was also got about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. But they've also got like table tennis. Uh, I've I've used that once uh, so far, but I mean only a couple of weeks in. And then I think they've got like a PlayStation and an Xbox. What's going on in your neighborhood, man? <laughs> More crime. It's probably another stabbing. <laughs> oh wow, is it is it getting worse with time? Like crime um, rates in London. I mean, my area is a rough area anyway. Uh, but no, I wouldn't say it's getting worse. There's a lot of um, theft in in my area. So um, I live in like this, you know, big uh, sort of apartment building. Um, mm. And Amazon or just deliveries, they get delivered and just left in the bottom, like the ground floor of the the apartment block. Um, and like the the wall where the door is is made of glass so anyone can see through it and see all the packages and so uh, these kids started sort of uh, breaking in and I say breaking in I don't mean smashing the glass or anything they'd wait until someone entered the building and then before it would close automatically they'd catch the door um, wow so uh, what am I thinking um, so they'd come in and you know they'd be uh, balaclavered up, and then just take the packages. And like I don't really order things anyway. Like haven't got enough money to be sort of wasting on random shit. But uh, it it kind of pissed me off. Not I can get behind theft. I haven't haven't done it. But like I I understand it. You've got something to gain. But what these kids did once is they broke in, took everyone's we're talking like dozens and dozens of parcels and things with things ranging from electronics and shit like this uh and they just dumped them in the river outside without taking anything why i don't know like the wow it's like you have a gold mine and you just do nothing with it i know i know those those kids could have at least like resold everything i know i know not very (laughs) entrepreneurial of them is it yeah well okay well i don't know i was like the reason this question like crossed my mind is because i was watching something on youtube i think it was by vice i'm not sure yeah. if you know the channel yeah I do. and they were talking about how like scotland at least it wasn't actually the entire uk they were just focused on scotland and they mm. were saying they're becoming more of like cra- uh, crack addicts and heroin addicts so i was uh, i was wondering whether it was whether like the trend started picking up in in uh, in England. Uh, 
I don't know, actually. Like, it's really hard to know if you're not involved in this. Yeah. I know, but it's like, sometimes it's evident, like you're walking in the streets, you see an, an increase in the amount of like homeless people. And I don't know, I, I'm not sure if what, what I'm about to say is considered like generalizing, but there is a certain vibe that you pick up from people who are or used to be like addicted to heroin yeah like not everyone but like a large percentage i like i'm not sure what I, if i should be saying this but yeah it's just no no i think that you know it's, it's part of the either withdrawal symptoms like you can sort of kind of there are like physical life, features yeah yeah there are yeah there are definitely manifest itself physically as well um but yeah i wouldn't say i've i've seen too much of that to be honest, I mean, there's a lot of weed, but I mean, I don't really consider weed a drug. Um, are, are they gonna legalize it? Anything? Is it legal? First of all, no. England? But I mean, if you get caught selling it, they might do something. But okay, if like you're smoking it, no one's gonna do anything. No one's gonna do anything. So why do they just like not legalize it? Can they? Why don't they just change the rules and? Uh, that way they'll just like problem solved like does it have to do with i don't know them wanting to add fines and get more money i don't i'm not sure what i'm saying no nah, they could I'm get way even... more money from taxes if they legalized it but what i'd right? say I was, I was thinking i think it's just a, a matter of bigger fish to fry at the minute with covid and brexit and boris stepping down and and all this stuff Plus, like, I heard uh, speech. you know, conservatives are, like, growing increasingly unpopular. Um, and so, you know, they need to sort of appeal to their major uh, voting base. And those, you know, being conservative, uh, they like the way things are, etc., etc. And they're sort of typically averse to drugs because a lot of the voters now are the people... Uh, the first generation that sort of experienced the the war on drugs back in the day, so they are sort of very against it, I guess, and so or more against it than our age group, uh, and so conservatives might lose votes if they try and push for legalizing weed. Uh, so maybe it's that, but I don't know. What were you? So you said they've witnessed uh, like a war on drugs or yeah something? like the war on drugs back in well uh when was it god i don't know i wasn't alive then you know the, the sort of mid to late 20th century um when america okay. and a lot of other countries uh or uh, made illegal uh, marijuana and lots of other drugs and then put really harsh sentences uh, for people either using or distributing drugs you know you see like a, a weed dealer who had mm. a couple grams of weed on him and he gets put in prison for like 20 years that kind of war yeah okay 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 i just wanted some clarification i'm, yeah. I'm really bad when it comes to history i struggle to like my recall of information is so bad and mm. ryan could could tell you all about it uh when he visited he just like started asking a bunch of random questions mm. they're not random like any person would ask them 
but no matter how much I read and no matter even though like I I understand what I'm reading yeah and I'm fully focused and I'm fully concentrated but then ask me the next day I would struggle to give you the entire information or like mm. to give you full details yeah. I mean I I could I give you like, like but I mm, quite sorry, like continue. history I can explain that's my job I I like history I was never good at it mm. at school but I sort of um I'm more into not prehistory, but like earlier history. So around a uh, thousand AD and before, I guess, going all the way back to the dawn of civilization. That's like what I enjoy, and so I don't know too much about the past thousand years, and I am horrific with dates. Um, so yeah, I'm I wouldn't be good on like World War Two or anything like that. I I enjoy understanding the rise of civilizations and all of mm. that and how like one civilization rose to become the stronger uh, the stronger side and how that affected the entire world like that's why I'm I'm currently reading the book that Ryan suggested which is called I'm actually reading multiple books I should focus on one but I just can't mm. anyways uh, he recommended reading Guns Germs and Steel and it talks about I guess he's this guy who's, uh, I'm not sure if he's a historian or something. Um, he went to New Guinea, and then yeah. I think he, it's New Guinea, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and he was basically maybe trying to mix with a tribe, or he was trying to live with uh, those, uh, what do we call them? Um, indigenous tribes? Yeah. Is that the name? Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. And I think then he starts explaining the rise of, uh, sorry, like the evolution of human species from being hunter-gatherers all the way up to maybe the 1900s. I'm not sure. I need Mm. to get back check and double check on the dates. But he does talk about how, I, I think, where did humanity originate? Like, where did it all start? Uh, based on like the fossils that they found and mm. the carbon dating that they've done yeah um and you know you have the different sites and each site has its own uh, like sets of materials and tools that people used mm-hmm. back in the days uh, and then he starts talking about how how different like tribes became or like why different tribes became stronger than others yeah and it was mainly because they left uh, the idea of like uh, gathering food and they started harvesting they became farmers yeah and that allowed for uh, a larger tribe than hunter gatherers like you can't have large number of people as hunter gatherers just because it's not sustainable yeah and it's hard to find the food but then once you have like uh, f- once you are a tribe that's focused on farming and based on farming you can support more and then you can start like delegating tasks and mm. you have certain people who are um let's say they're doing the farming other people are chiefs other people are in the in the army mm-hmm. and that gave more power also he was talking about like how germs the spread of germs affected different tribes and how that allowed basically allowed uh spanish uh, sorry, the Spaniards. Do you call them Spaniards? Spaniards. Spaniards. Basically. Perfect. Apologies. 
uh, Spaniards, <laughs> and he was saying how they got the germs into North, North South America, sorry, mm. and how that was the main cause or one of the main causes for uh, their victory, basically. So it's really interesting. It's interesting to read. And then when he came to Jordan, he actually, we went to a bookstore mm-hmm. and uh, he picked another book that's related to the one that I've just mentioned, which is Guns, Germs and Steel. Uh, but I still need to finish the original one. And I think it's around maybe 300 pages or so. Yeah. So there's a lot to go through. Yeah, no, that sounds um, interesting. Did you know that the uh, the human brain is shrinking? Why? Um, and by, sorry, no, 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 let's, to begin with, how did they figure that out? Did they just measure it across the years? So, how, uh, how can you? When I'm not talking like it's like a, re- a recent phenomenon. Uh, I'm talking, um, yeah, in, in prehistory kind of vibe. So if you look at yes, Homo sapiens, um, uh, okay, you can get a very good estimate for the volume that their brain was, how big it was, uh, by looking at skulls and skull fragments mm-hmm. that you find. And so, over the course of millions of years, they found different specimens from each of those different time periods, and they found that mm-hmm. uh, for a long time, uh, the human brain was growing in size quite rapidly, and then. It pretty much is. It it perfectly coincides with the uh, well, the sort of dawn of agriculture. So you know, like ten thousand BC, uh, and then okay. all of a sudden it just drops. It like it's going up, immediately reverses back down a little bit, and then when you get to around modern times, so uh, think nineteen hundreds. It just drops, drops it. I'm not saying like we have no brains, but as in like mm. it's really accelerated very recently, alarmingly so. Um, the sort of the drop in, in brain power. And one of the sort of factors or hypothesis of a factor uh, is that as, you know, we created agriculture and then later machinery and things like this uh we were able to sort of you know we didn't have to do everything ourselves you could diversify uh amongst Mm -hmm. a tribe right so Mm -hmm. when you're a hunter gatherer you've got living in a small group you've kind of got to know how to do everything you've got to know how to hunt food or gather food you need to know what's safe to eat and what isn't you need to know how to skin prey gut it cook it safely um things like this and that's just to eat um whereas with agriculture as you were saying like people uh can enter different roles because there's enough food for everyone at this point so like people can become auditors to keep track of inventories of food people become leaders uh eventually you get different things opening up like traders doctors things like this and so Mm. And also with the advent of writing, um, you can put ideas on paper, yeah? So mm-hmm. it's almost like we don't need all this space in our brain to contain this information 
because either we don't need to know how to do it because someone else does or because we have written down that information and we can pick up a book and reread it and temporarily have that information anytime we want and so we've kind of like yeah we we don't need all this knowledge uh and we can access it at any time through almost like a portable brain in the form of writing or the internet and things like this that is weird so it's like the evolution of human species right and they always say yeah. evolution happens because of the survival of the fittest mm-hmm. uh but like how would uh how would how does that benefit happen? yeah yeah like yeah it's, it's the opposite happen i don't understand it's the okay. opposite because i completely agree like survival of the fittest that's typically how it's yeah. done but that means that there is some sort of evolutionary pressure to evolve a certain way so if you know every day people are getting or let's just take babies for an example prehistoric babies the ones that cried more died the ones that were jet genetically predisposed to uh cry or cry more rather than scream sorry uh they were the ones that survived and they would pass on those genes which had you know higher likelihood that you would cry more than you would scream as a baby um and so that is how people evolved but then mm-hmm. in civilization when there's agriculture and things like this and people can become guards and military and now we've got cctv secure housing away from predators and things like this you don't need there's no longer that evolutionary pressure to uh you know to to not scream anymore and so what you see is that there'll be a let's say a mutation and that baby with the mutation to scream more doesn't die and they grow up and they pass on their genes so it's the lack of um that evolutionary pressure which is why they think brains are shrinking again because the people that had big brains versus the people that had little brains but were doing a very specialized role or they had a collection of books that they could read at any time they did just as well as each other so therefore they both spread their genes and just over time there was no benefit to having a bigger brain so it's eventually well shrunk so are you saying so we didn't actually have like were there humans with different brain sizes to begin with or was it just the the environmental factors affecting the expression of certain genes and with time once they started being expressed less and less they they were well, it's just both. like not being it's both because like so that means there's probably the chance of us finding humans with bigger brain sizes because that gene is there the gene does not disappear right it's just a matter of whether it's being expressed or not or like which one is more dominant than the other uh so so maybe yes the right yeah but o- over is, time it would hmm. yes I guess I don't I'm not a like genealogist so I don't know the intricacies of like whether this dominant gene will continue forever but I I bet if you were to uh, go look at say indigenous tribes still in the uh, Amazon hunter gatherer mm. tribes 
they they may very well have um a larger brain volume or volume of brain on average than me and you there's actually a youtube channel that shows there's a guy who does these crazy things and he goes and lives with tribes and tries you know when you live with them for a period of time he just tries everything the food the Mm. uh the dances that they do the rituals that they have yeah uh i mean those guys really know what's in their surroundings like they they have so much knowledge it's actually crazy i mean i know we don't need it but maybe will we ever need to use like actually no the question that i would like to ask were people smarter back then or or did the definition of smartness change over time Mm. it's difficult isn't it because you could argue bigger brain smarter man or woman Mm. um but it is a difficult one it is how you define it i guess but let's let's talk about say um like problem solving skills like can you figure out problems let's just say that's intelligence for now okay if you have a more diverse uh box of tools that you can use to solve problems you'll be better at solving problems than a really smart person who has no tools and so if you look at prehistoric humans who were hunter-gatherers knew nothing about the internet electricity uh writing things like that or even agriculture would they be able to solve a problem in their society better than we can as let's just say less intelligent people now i would say no like if there's a famine right they don't have that build up of generations of worth of knowledge on uh, healthcare that we do and so a very stupid man could from today could self-medicate isolate from any you know plague going on in the rest of his society and survive and have a better chance of survival than the prehistoric man who knows nothing of science and medicine i mean true it depends on i guess the situation and how you look at it yes exactly yeah i i actually asked this question on twitter because I was actually intrigued. I mm. wanted to see what people's responses are, but people just like the posts. So I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> How many likes? <laughs> I, was, uh, uh, I don't want to embarrass myself, but maybe like four likes. Sheesh. But random people, random people. Maybe one of them was actually from like the pot. I, I tweeted this from my personal account and then I liked it from the podcast's account. Uh, giving okay. myself like <laughs> some extra boost, you know. That's, that's Boost sad. of confidence. <laughs> That's You're that guy. That's it's called liking your own posts. No, it's a different entity that's liking my posts. Nah, nah. If you wouldn't find any prehistoric humans doing that. True, but we are not living in that age anymore. Fortunately. Mm. I don't know. Actually, quite cool. given, ouch, given the opportunity, I dropped a ball. <laughs> yeah, if. Let's say you could go to any era or yeah. like live in any civilization. Which one mm, would you choose? Wait, I, like 
I need I need more info. Am I just like an average person there? Do I have the knowledge I have now, or am I born into like wealthy families? The wrong words if we're going back to prehistoric times. Or let's just say a powerful family. Like, am I like born as you know some child with no parents and i'm trying to join some prehistoric tribe otherwise i die or am i the clan leader's son okay we'll take both uh so the first one would be if you were a person who was born into a poor family which civilization would you choose to be a part of and it can't be now because that would be the clear answer yeah it can be now Yes, let's it can. go back back in time. Oh, wait, okay, okay. You know what? It, it it can be now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and then I choose now because like there's loads of inequality uh, in the world, right? I, I don't think anyone mm. disagrees. But in terms of comparing your quality of life to say a hundred or two hundred years ago, it's far better now for the vast vast majority of people than it was for the majority of people back then so i would choose now but if you're excluding that i would mm. probably say like the height of the roman empire if you're going to be poor why because i i like to think after the fall of rome civilization at least in europe really took a step back for mm. you know a good thousand years um because or maybe even more than that i don't know um but they had a very modern banking system they like don't get me wrong they had sort of slaves um but on the whole slaves were actually more expensive than just hiring uh someone to work on your farm or in your estate so actually they treated slaves very well because they didn't want to kill them off and then uh have to get another one so in terms of your treatment as the bottom rung of society uh the enslaved it wasn't <sighs> am i gonna get cancelled for this i don't know it, it wasn't no it's fine we're going back in time it's, yeah it's, it's it, it wasn't think, yeah. as severe as sort of more modern forms of slavery um then if you're just like an average roman you know you can... <laughs> i i don't know like uh don't get me wrong like prices were really high because like there isn't the sort of modern uh industrialization which streamlines production so for example like a tunic uh would cost you half a year's wages on average in rome um i'm not making this up i watched a video on before <laughs> you think i'm just chatting shit um because that's what i do with my free time i look up the purchasing power of ancient civilizations apparently um but i i don't know i think it would just be a cool period i like the period as well i like you know ruins and, and i was very into sort of uh ancient rome when i was a kid so i guess there's a bit of favoritism in that but yeah then if i were like rich hmm. if i were really rich and i wanted to get the best quality of life that i could um at the expense of everyone else like relative to everyone else i'm having a great time right i would probably choose um god 
I mean, there's not much known about it, so that might have been horrific even for like the leaders, but ancient Mesopotamia, so even further back in time, or maybe ancient Egypt, um, because like you you were basically a a demigod if you were the ruling class in either of those civilizations, mm. and I think mm, you know that will come with its privileges. What about you? It's so. It's. Uh, I mean, I know nothing about. Okay, I do know stuff about civilizations, but not enough to make a, like a choice right now. Yeah. If you give me like a couple of days to research, I'll, I'll <laughs> get back with an answer. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was. I was gonna say okay, and if you had the opportunity to take one piece of information, like mm. it's not like one fact or like one sentence, just like one piece of information yeah and go back to a civilization which information would you choose and which civilization would you go in so i can't just like take last week's lottery numbers back in time two weeks that's that's not what we're talking no we're talking about like back in the past okay (laughs) okay no that's actually smart (laughs) (laughs) um i would so I think there are the the two probably good answers to this, right? You could either bring mm. back knowledge of, say, electricity or machinery, so things that would kickstart industrialization, but thousands of years ago, or mm. you can bring back medical knowledge and know-how, like modern medicine. Um, it's possible that you could bring it all back. And because you're so stuck in the past in terms of uh, technology that you can't make all the drugs or all the tools you need to perform surgery in a modern way. So I I probably do like electricity, I guess. Um, yeah, that might be a bit easier because you need the advancement in technology to help you with the advancement in sciences. So yeah. If you choose technology over science, you might get best of both worlds in that sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then where would I bring it back to? Uh, I would say I'd bring it back to like the, the height of ancient Greece or like ancient Egypt again. Because, uh, you know, the library of uh, Alexandra or Alexandria. Yeah. So that, uh, you know, contained all of the world's knowledge in theory. Um, from you know thousands of years ago and it was then burned down and that was all lost and people nowadays believe that that set back human technology by thousands of or eight a thousand years so i i think you go back then or let's say immediately after everything's burnt down when people still know the knowledge i guess and you invent or you bring back electricity i think that yeah almost i don't know what what about you what would you do computers but then you would need electricity yeah just a method of like uh, i don't know what would i do which piece of uh, okay i'm not gonna talk about like the civilizations because again uh, my information is limited Mm. but i would maybe 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 it is true. Maybe we should go back to the. Was it ancient Egypt that had the library? I get. 
I mean, it was in ancient Egypt, but I think it was controlled by the Greeks. I might be wrong. Yeah, yeah. So going back to that era and then having maybe, I mean, electricity did help build computers. So I'm kind of confused whether to choose like the idea of computers or like you just bring computers. back a laptop and within five minutes, yeah, the without, a charger, <laughs> without a charger, without a charger. Not, not yeah. if you. Okay, well, what if you use a MacBook? That would last you for ages. This is not a sponsorship, by the way. <laughs> Are you kidding me? My MacBook <laughs> dies within like an hour. Wait, you ha- wait, you. you I got one for work. Or like a MacBook for work. Nice. Yeah. And is it easy to use or was it? I have. I'm so confused at all times. Like it's. It was really embarrassing the first few days of work because I had no idea how to use it, and so my like, uh, the big boss man who's uh, like one level below C-suite. Uh, we were meant to be in a meeting together and he joined late but he saw I was on the call already uh, and so he came up behind me tapped me on the back and said like I'll, I'll just listen in from here I'll take the meeting sat next to you on your computer uh, but I had my earphones in connected by bluetooth I did not know how to turn it off and so I was on camera and everyone was listening to me and I was just sort of fumbling around going shit fuck trying to disconnect it and eventually he just gave up and walked away and I haven't spoken to him since so there are a lot of shortcuts and once you know them it will make your life a lot easier yeah uh, I think I haven't like I don't know I don't know like 95% of the shortcuts but mm-hmm. if you spend the time learning them it would it would just make your life so much easier it's a bit faster than Windows that's what I like and for programming it's a lot easier to use well, they, look, you say this, and that's why I got one, because I had an option of that or Windows. And everyone uses a MacBook in my team, to be fair, anyway. But mm. I do everything on the cloud. I do everything on my AWS. So I, it, it would be exactly the same, if not easier for me to use Windows, because I do nothing locally. Oh, yeah, maybe it's because we just use GitLab so we mm. just install everything we have like docker containers running in our laptops uh, right. we've got like a bunch of stuff that we had to install like in order just to get working you know and uh, i guess with windows the most annoying thing is the amount of time it takes to download something but on linux mm. or macbook you can just like go in the terminal type in five words and you'll have everything installed not everything but like you'll have one whole thing installed and you don't need like all of these permissions and allow this app to make changes on your desktop and stuff and yeah this is the annoying thing about windows and the random updates that they have uh oh my god yeah and sometimes it's forced like they force you to update i was like i don't want to update just leave me leave me alone Mm -hmm. and it just happens like after a certain point it will just like update on its own there You'll wake up, you'll find that your computer has been upgraded and you have no idea what was going on. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I guess you've never tried Unix or Linux, sorry, right? Uh, never had that. No, and I hope I never have to. That's one step too far. It's actually not bad. It's the same. I mean, it's the same as MacBook, to be honest. Yeah, so, but MacBook's like more built up. Like It's more user-friendly, whereas I feel like Linux has a load of... Uh, you can sort of do what you want with it in terms of setting up to mm. work best for you, but I just don't have the knowledge or time 
to fuck around with. Yeah, Ryan spent ages creating shortcuts. Do you remember? Did he show oh you like God. his list of shortcuts that he had? It's so sad. I'm <laughs> sorry, you know Ryan. He changed his operating system now. He's using like a new one. Is Not he? the one yeah. that he spent like the entire his entire free time on he's actually using another one that requires a bit less customization but apparently uh, it crashes less yeah but it should be good i'm uh so you said you were planning on visiting next year right well yeah but you want to go to to europe i don't i no, don't I'm just mind kidding. i just want to go I'll on holiday with you guys no no i'll be more than happy for you to join actually to join Honestly, europe yeah. oh i was inviting no, no, myself no, to anyway no no like to come to jordan oh i see yeah no so, it'll be cool because yeah. like i really want to see petra because again like really into sort of ancient civilizations and stuff so that's been on my bucket list for a long time and we're gonna make uh, your wishes come true don't worry yeah we'll, uh... and then we gotta go to well i've got two other places that we need to go to on the same holiday because i need okay, someone who speaks arabic so we've got mm. to go to mm. egypt Cairo. I want to see the pyramids. And also, I want to go to okay. Iraq because we've got to see the ziggurat of Ur. <laughs> okay, so Egypt, I think it's better <laughs> that we go with someone who has been living there instead of uh, just me, a person who just speaks Arabic because yeah. even then, you're still a tourist. There's a lot you don't know. There is a difference, a slight difference in culture, I think. Um but those are like two different holidays. Like I think a Ryan came for seven days. Yeah. And he hasn't seen or tried everything yet. There's still a lot to do. I There's feel like that's more. the case with everywhere though. Like you could come to London for a week and you wouldn't do everything in London. True. But then do you want to like go on a diving trip or do you want to skip diving and then just go to egypt like yeah there's a trade-off you can do one instead of the other yeah uh i uh, i don't know no, i've gone, I, I've I gone mean, diving we, before we, you know oh really where well i just i don't know <laughs> in a, in a pool, <laughs> you don't probably. know so, <laughs> but it's like if, you, if you're trying to sell me on uh yeah let's illegally climb uh at night the pyramids and like bribe all the guards and then you take a picture at the top of the pyramid if you're trying to say give that up to go diving i'm not going to listen to you this is not saying i'm going to commit a crime for any sort of egyptians egyptian officials listening in someone actually did but it is and then uploaded their pictures and oh yeah yeah it's cool i forgot her name actually what she got arrested I think so, but I'm not nah, sure what I've, happened. I've seen this. I've seen other ones where because they've got guards stationed up the pyramids, right? Stop people from going up, but you can apparently uh, just bribe them, like give them a wad of cash. They'll let you go up. You have to bribe each guard that you encounter, uh, and then How just don't post any pictures. <laughs> a lot, <laughs> but just and then you just don't post any pictures until you're out of Egypt, and then you're fine. And <laughs> just never go back, I guess, uh, or you'll be stopped. The good thing is, I don't, I don't need a visa, so I'm happy. Mm. I like to go to Egypt. Nice. There's a lot of uh, yeah, but we have a whole year to plan, mm. and I have a whole year to save up for this trip. 
But also, like, uh, you want to go to Egypt and no, no, I want to go to Egypt. You want to go to Europe? Um, like, you, you've already like taken Ryan around. I can come the year after and we can go Europe. No, I would. Uh, I actually, I was, I was a bit scared at the beginning when Ryan came. I was uh, because it was. I felt that I might, I might not do what I'm like. I'm not gonna be a great host, and I'm not gonna do enough. He's gonna be bored. Uh, what are we gonna do for a week? Am I gonna be able to drive everywhere? Am I gonna be tired? Am I gonna get sleepy? Everything was like a bunch of random questions, just like rushing through my head mm. and like different thoughts. And I didn't want him to be disappointed with this trip, especially that you know it's the flights are expensive. Mm. A man is expensive. Mm. Jordan is expensive. So, uh, but now that I've done it, I'm uh, I'm more confident and I'm more like You're actually I'm, I'll be more than I'm a pro tour guide. We might yeah. I, uh, I I need to do a lot more reading to be honest uh, to answer mm-hmm. your questions because I know you're gonna be a savage and make fun of me whenever I can't answer anything. I'll just Google uh, it, man. It's fine. I'm easy. Yeah, if you have internet, but you won't. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> No, actually, we'll uh, we'll plan out. We'll have like a proper meeting, I guess, or like call each other, and then we'll figure everything out. Just like what I did with Ryan. Doesn't yeah. take much time. I'm pro at this now. Trust me. Sounds good. Let's do it. Anyway, sir, uh, what are you gonna do now? It's like seven thirty in London, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I could go to the gym. Uh, I've been. I could play, like, someone's messaged me asking if I want to play a game. Sea of Thieves, which is, like, a, a pirate I game. I do know this game. Mm. Yeah. I'm really into boats so, at the minute. I want a boat. I never want to, set, like, go on a plane again because they're always delayed. So I just want to... I'll sail everywhere from now on. I'll sail to Jordan. It's actually... Oh, wait, you're landlocked, so the, the aren't I, you? No, why? No, no, we have a sea and a port. Oh, okay, great sorted we do have we have the red sea this yeah. is where we went oh diving. yeah yeah uh-huh nice and it's really close to egypt so you can take a just like a boat from uh akaba all the way to sharm el mm. you know mm-hmm. and uh, no idea how long that would be that would take maybe like month. an hour no not months no because i'm in a little hour. sailboat oh okay I'm not going in those ones. Like, you probably won't be able to take control of it. Like, in case anything happens, you're just going to let me drown. <laughs> what? Back. You, bro, you learned how to swim. You'll be fine in there. I can't swim. I can't swim. You? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I know I you remember, used to not be able pull to swim. That was funny. I pulled. When? When, like in, when uh, I was a kid. beginning of uni. No, I was just kidding. What? I learned swimming when I was... Yeah, okay, so you're the one who I fooled. Because I kept convincing someone that I couldn't swim, so it's you. Good to know. <laughs> you'd always go to, like, the local swimming pool saying, like, I'm, I'm learning to swim. Oh, it's just, I'm just... <laughs> I was just messing around. I but then we went swimming back. and you were trash. No, I wasn't trash. <laughs> Come to Jordan, I'll show you. <laughs> Wait, I'll send you. I'll send you. I'll send you a video of me swimming. <laughs> Next time. Okay. Yeah. Someone, I'll let someone film me. Anyways, 
have a nice weekend james thank and you, you thank too. you for thank you for joining me and having this amazing conversation of course uh, i would like to eat because i actually mm. had my dessert before i had my main meal because mm. i because uh, in my head i was like i need the energy and i need it now desserts have sugar mm. so i had uh, sweets uh, i'm gonna have a proper i'm actually gonna have lunch now not even dinner i didn't have lunch didn't have the time Jeez. i was outside since like 12 and i didn't come back home until like 8 i was like it's a full day it's like Why? baby's day out what were you doing oh, i've done it <laughs> so i woke up okay i mm. uh woke up like a 7 30. i read you know checked TikTok and instagram uh, went mm. with the reels and whatnot blah 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 then i took uh, made a cup of coffee read my book and uh, afterwards played some chess mm-hmm. and i won so i'm a legend i think i'm nice. really smart now i i could beat you one in like game five seconds okay one game that's all it takes for me to beat you james <laughs> and afterwards i went to the friday prayers with my dad mm. uh, then my friend met me outside the mosque and he went to mcdonald's to eat and i watched him eat <laughs> <laughs> why, why wouldn't you get food then i uh, I, I don't really like to eat outside at least like not mcdonald's like uh, i don't like that food Right. Uh, it's not. It's not the greatest. Come on. Uh, Speak for yourself. Maybe you would disagree. Maybe I you disagree. disagree. Yeah. Hard disagree. You you like the pickles. That's why. You like their pickles. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> and afterwards, I went to visit my grandma. Uh, after I see, I visit my grandma. Went to the gym. Went to my friend's house because he was celebrating his, like my really really close friend. So he was celebrating his grandma's birthday went and celebrated her birthday with them and then i came back and i did this podcast yeah busy b busy 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 b yeah exactly Mm. nice yeah well thank you again (laughs) and i'll we'll uh, i'll talk to you soon as for you listeners i hope you have a great weekend and please stay tuned because we do have an interesting guest for our coming episode Uh, His name is Brendan, and he is a communication coach. So we'll probably be discussing on how to become world-class communicators and master the art of virtual presentations. Uh, Those are very important and essential skills, in my opinion, and we'll get to see Brendan's uh, opinions on those topics and what advice he has to give me and you guys uh, to master the art of information delivery. Other than that, till next time.